Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Welcome to episode 42. I am so excited for what we're going to talk about today because it's something that affects millions, if not billions of women and men around the globe. We're going to talk about why weight loss is so freaking hard. And I have 40 reasons for you to consider and to see which ones resonate with you and which ones don't. Because not all 40 of these are going to apply to you. And if they do, then I'm so sorry, because that's a lot to carry around. But these are topics and these are struggles that I've heard over the last 10 years. So I've been a nutritional coach and personal trainer for 10 years. And it has been such an eye-opening experience working with primarily women to reduce the amount of space that they take up physically. And I have learned so much. And the main takeaway that I have gleaned from 10 years experience is that weight loss is freaking hard. You know what's even harder than losing weight? Keeping it off. So incredibly difficult. So what I want to do is I want to go through this list of 40 reasons and we're going to talk them through. And then in the next episode, we're going to talk about what to do instead. So if it's not, if weight loss is so freaking hard, which it is, and there's so many factors to take into account and it makes us unhappy, keeps us stuck and frustrated, right? And it blocks us from showing up the way that we want to in our lives. I have a saying, be you bravely. And it's hard to do that when you can't stand the body that you have. When you feel like, I just need to lose X number of pounds. I just need to get healthy. I just need to change the way my body looks. I just need to tone up. These things keep us stuck. And we keep spinning our wheels round and round and round, trying to figure out how the heck to lose weight. When it's so hard, if you look for hashtags that have the words weight loss in them, there are millions, millions and millions of hashtags all about how to lose weight. Weight loss tips, weight loss hacks, how to lose weight, weight loss here, weight loss coach, weight loss this. And it's exhausting, friends. It's exhausting. Making this list was exhausting. It also got me fired up, though, because I want this list to inspire you. And you're like, wait, what, what, did you sh- what did she say? How is a list of how weight loss sucks supposed to inspire me? I want it to inspire you to open your mind to other possibilities to shift from a weight loss mindset to a weight shifting mindset. And we're going to talk about this more in the next episode, but taking off 
the pressure, taking off the struggle, the fight, the exhaustion, taking all of that out of weight loss and switching to tweaking a couple things, making some small changes that equal big wins, finding freedom from all this crap, because that's all it is. It's just crap. It's so frustrating crap that keeps you stuck. So I want to ask you a question before we dive in. And the question is this, how much time do you spend each day thinking about weight loss, your body, getting healthy, scheduling in workouts, working out, hating your workouts, being frustrated with your body, frustrated with your mind, frustrated with your lack of willpower? How much time and mental energy do you spend on those things? So I just want you to keep that in mind as we go through this list. Are you ready? Okay. It's a long list. Very, very long. Okay. 40 reasons why weight loss is so hard. Number one, limiting beliefs. These are the should statements around food and exercise and lifestyle that keep us stuck. So for example, I should eat healthy. I shouldn't eat sugar. I should eat clean. I should cook all my meals. I should cook healthy meals. I should exercise. I shouldn't sit too long. I insert your should here. These are statements that we believe that keep us stuck and make it harder for you to lose weight. Number two, shame cycle. So this is where we... Try, try, try to lose weight. And each time that we feel like we've failed, it creates a cycle. And do that cycle enough times of like, try, fail, try, fail, try, fail. You keep that cycle going and it develops from guilt into shame. We feel bad about ourselves, about our body, about our ability to affect change because we keep trying and trying, but nothing is changing. And that shame cycle is huge. And there is no pill, program, or DVD that is going to buy you out of the shame cycle. That takes a lot of work and needs to be done with a professional. Number three, family history. Are you battling genetics? Are you battling mental illness? Is your family more inclined toward a heavier set body type? What is your family history? What have you been taught about bodies? What have you been taught about food from your family history? A lot of that baggage gets in our way as well. Number four, current diet culture. (laughs) I love me some current diet culture. Eat less, move more is the mantra of our generation. Just eat less and move more and you'll lose weight. It's really quite simple, according to Jillian Michaels. Who has all of her resources? We won't even go into that. But it's not true. In fact, most people that struggle with being overweight or feeling overweight actually don't eat enough. Twist. So, where you think you might be needing to cut your calories, you probably need to increase those. Again, done with a professional so that that way you make sure you've got it dialed in. Number five, macronutrients. Macronutrients are proteins, carbs, and fats. Trying to dial these in is tricky 
and it takes time and practice. But it can be really hard with all the conflicting information. Low carb, high carb, moderate protein. P.S. What the heck is moderate protein? What does that even look like? Number six, dieting. And this is trying all sorts of different diets, trying to figure out which one works for you. And there's so many problems with diets and reasons why it makes weight loss hard. And a few of those are it messes up your metabolism. And the bigger part is that it breaks body trust because then you become dependent on a diet to tell you what to eat instead of trusting your body and eating intuitively. You lose that trust when you depend on a diet. Number seven, chronic illness. If you have a chronic illness, that makes it 10 times harder to lose weight. But that's something that we don't often hear and we don't talk about. Number eight, stress. Oh, stress. There's, stress is like the umbrella and there are many things that fall under it, but I've put it by itself on purpose because a lot of times stress is subconscious. You don't even know what's happening. It's under the surface and things like distraction, social media, and using food to kind of keep that stress buried, keep you numb to it makes it so much harder because you feel like you're doing the right things, but you can't seem to get anywhere. And often it's because of stress. Number nine, gut health. If your gut is off, then weight loss is pretty much off the table, especially if we're looking at long-term. And that's kind of a caveat that I want to make here is that we're talking about the long game here. We're not talking about losing five pounds in the next week or two or in the next month. We're talking about long-term weight loss, and sustainability. And gut health is a huge one, especially if you are taking medication for your stomach, namely an acid inhibitor. A lot of times we don't have enough stomach acid because of stress and anxiety. And then you put something like Prilosec in there, which actually decreases the stomach acid you do have and gives you even worse symptoms. It's crazy. And then you're limited in your food choices because you don't have enough stomach acid. Crazy. Number 10, sleep. The focus is on quantity where it needs to be on quality and talking about how can we improve sleep so that you can actually function and lose weight. Number 11, endocrine disruptors. So your endocrine system can be actually inhibited by various things. And some of the top offenders are chemicals in household products, makeup, hair stuff, And it can also be plastics. If you think about it, how much plastic we use, it's kind of gross, especially if it gets heated up. It's no good. Tap water, using the microwave, stuff like these can really inhibit endocrine function. And endocrine function is crucial for weight loss. Emotional eating is number 12. And this is where we give away our power to food. And I believe it's episode two of this podcast where we We talk about the four power-stealing roles of food and how these roles involve us in a system of emotional eating. And this is eating when you're bored, when you're lonely, when you're sad, when you're celebrating, when you're out with friends in a social situation, emotional eating comes into play. 13, sugar addiction or dependence. It makes it so hard to lose weight when you are addicted to sugar. 
You may be able to lose weight, but your quality of life sucks because you're constantly battling that desire for sugar. 14, body shame. Being told that your body is something that's bad or that you should feel bad about. Sometimes adults do this to kids and they don't even know they're doing it, but they do. Like I was 13 and I was wearing shorts and my aunt one day was like, oh, Kimmy, you shouldn't wear shorts. You have spider veins. And it took me years to wear shorts again because I was always worried that people were looking at my spider veins, which P.S. are gross, but whatever. I can't do anything about them. That doesn't mean I'm not going to wear shorts. But it was a big block, and it is for a lot of people who have been told something bad about their body. 15 is trauma or abuse. If you have any history with verbal, emotional, spatial, sexual, physical abuse, that is going to be a huge inhibitor for you. It's going to play into multiple areas, and it breaks my heart if you are in this category, but I want you to get some help. I'm just going to say it right here, right now. Get some help to start to process that abuse because if left unchecked, it will destroy your attempts at being the best version of you. It will get in the way. 16, eat less, move more. Pop culture myth. Stuff like that drives me bananas. One size fits all fitness and health advice. I can't stand it. You are unique and individual, and there is no one-size-fits-all. I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is. Even water recommendations. Everybody needs a different amount of water every single day. There is no one-size-fits-all. 17, lack of support. Trying to change in isolation is darn near impossible. It is so incredibly hard to do, which is why community-driven Exercise is becoming more popular. If you watch com- commercials, Peloton, who have, they started with a bike. I think they have a treadmill now. Maybe I made that up, but anywho. Oh, wait, no, that's Nordic Track. Nordic Track is doing the same thing. They are creating commercials and products around community. Like, hey, come join this person on a workout. Like, join this community and like post your results. That community aspect is crucial. And when you try to do it on your own, it's really, really hard. Number 18 is conflicting information. There is so much out there. You'll find advocates for just about everything. So you have to find one voice that you respect and agree with and kind of just stick with them. And you'll save yourself a lot of time trying to figure it out. Cost is number 19. This is a huge one. Cost of food, cost of Pills, supplements, programs, packages, personal training, childcare so you can go to the gym, organic food, clean 15 dirty dozen, like holy cow, the cost. 20, your body type. Did you know that there's three body types? There is the ectomorph, endomorph, and mesomorph. And if you are an endomorph or a mesomorph, you're Challenges with weight loss are completely different than that of an ectomorph, which ectomorphs are kind of the straight up and down kind of rectangle shapes. People that we love to just, oh, we love to hate them because they're the people that can eat whatever they want and don't seem to gain any weight, (laughs) which there's issues there too. But there's different body types. So which one do you fall in? Do you even know? That's a struggle. 
21. Exercise instead of movement. Trying to make more time for exercise. And hating it. If you hate exercise, that is okay. (laughs) It's okay. There are other things that you can do. And I talk a lot in my community about shifting from exercise to movement and how that is far more sustainable than just trying to force yourself to do things like exercise. 22, depending on motivation and willpower. These two are huge, right? Willpower sucks and it will fail you nine times out of 10. And this is where diet language, like, oh, I fell off track, or I just didn't have enough willpower to resist. I just, I slipped, right? It's like, no, willpower, it sucks. Willpower is just begging for you to fail. And it's setting you up for failure. And the fitness industry wants you to fail, so you will buy more products, right? So they can make more money. So success has to, you have to think outside of the box and willpower fits in the box. 23, fighting biology. This one is huge. Women are different than men. And we're going to talk about comparison in a minute, but women hold weight. We are supposed to. This is important for us. And it's not something that you can just talk your way out of. Like you're meant to carry weight. It's hard. And when you fight biology, you're going to lose or you're going to be miserable trying to do it. Comparison trap. Okay, back to men. Ladies, stop comparing yourself to the men. Don't do it. It is a waste of your time and energy. It is a waste. Men are designed to be lean because they are the hunter gatherers, right? If we're looking back at the start of it all and what our bodies were meant to do, Men have an easier time losing weight, mostly because they don't have a reproductive system and reproductive hormones, which screws everything up. So stop comparing yourself to the men. Stop comparing yourself in general. Okay, tough love here. Tough love. Just stop. Choose, make a decision to put up some blinders and to stop comparing yourself to other people. 25. Time. Who the heck has time? to do all these things. It's crazy. It is so time-consuming to try to lose weight. It takes up so much time to cook all the food and to exercise and to do all the things that you have to do to lose weight. Time. Oh my goodness. 26. Expectations. These are way off base. And I know this from experience. From helping women in the gym, We would do weekly weigh-ins. We were required by our gym to do weekly weigh-ins and weekly measurements. And that was to help see if the trainer was doing their job right, but also to see if the client was making progress that they wanted to. And so I would put women on the scale and, you know, we'd move the little, that black little lever over. We didn't use the digital. We used the manual and move it over and, you know, I would be thrilled because I know how hard it is to lose weight. And it would be like five pounds difference in a week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can you even believe that? Great job. And I look over and her face has fallen. She's like, I did all of that and I only lost five pounds. Are you kidding? And I'm like, what? 
Like the expectations were in two different places. She expected to lose more. And you guys, that happened nine times out of 10. They would have substantial weight loss and it was never enough. Even if they hit their goal weight, they're like, yeah, but my body doesn't look different. The scale's just different. And it's like, okay, all right. We're just expectations. Yeah, got to get those dialed in. 27, playing the short game instead of focusing on long-term results. Trying to manipulate your food, manipulate your exercise so that you lose weight quickly versus making small changes over time to equal big wins over the long haul. 28 is disordered eating. Anytime you have a diet that develops and promotes disordered eating, which is an inhibited relationship with food where you use rules and structure as a way to eat. Eating by rules instead of intuition. 29, rules. Rules around food trigger your inner rebel and cause self-sabotage. Anytime that you use rules, eating, you know, like I can't eat over this amount of carbs. I can't eat this kind of food. I can't have this. I can't have that. I have to eat kale. (laughs) Like these rules will ultimately cause self-sabotage and get you back up to that shame cycle, right? Try, fail, try, fail, try, fail. It's going to keep you stuck. 30 is moralizing food. Episode five of this podcast talks about, again, the four power stealing rules of food. And that again is a great one to revisit when we're talking about moralizing food because we also label it, right? We say that foods are good or bad, healthy or unhealthy. And these labels cause all sorts of problems. They lend themselves to sugar addiction, to eating when you don't even want to, right? It's like there's cake in the break room at work, and you know that cake tastes like crap, and you don't want to eat it, but for some reason, you can't stop yourself. You're like, I don't have enough willpower to resist it. I just don't have enough self-discipline. And you find yourself eating the cake even though you didn't even want it. Because you've labeled it a bad food, an unhealthy food. That food makes you gain weight. And by doing that, you self-sabotage. 31, insulin resistance and metabolic issues. And these are serious illnesses that can inhibit your ability to function, let alone lose weight. And it takes time to heal your body and to nourish it instead of trying to manipulate it. Sorry, I just lost my number. 32, diet language. This kind of language brings about guilt and shame and keeps us stuck. So it's stuff like, I need to just stay on track. Like over the weekends, it's so hard for me to stay on track because I just go loose. I go cut loose. I get crazy and I just eat everything. Well, friend, that's because you've been restricting all week long and this is your mind rebelling. I have to eat clean. Can we just stop for a second? What the heck does eat clean even mean? It's kind of like moderation. It's one of those words that we use, but it doesn't really mean anything. And it means something different to every other person. What I think is clean, you may think is dirty. And then there's balance, the magical word, right? Like I just need to balance healthy eating and my life. And it's like, what if the two were so finely ingrained that you didn't even need balance? Twist. 
Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. Okay, we're almost there. 33, motivation. Again, it's similar to willpower in that you've got to be motivated. You have to stay motivated and keep yourself going. And that's exhausting trying to look for motivation all the time. It's exhausting. 34 is maintenance. Maintenance of weight loss is way harder than actually losing it. Way harder. Because again, you're fighting biology. When you reduce caloric intake, your body's going to try to make up the difference, especially if you do it quickly. It's harder to maintain. 35. Deprivation and restriction. And these two things trigger your inner rebel. It's easy to stay on that diet, that restrictive diet, for a few days, and then the cravings start, right? And you're like, oh my gosh. And a lot of times this is called like die-off or, you know, keto flu. Really, friend, it's your brain saying, hey, wait a second, this is too much restriction. I can't handle this. That's what that is. Let's call it what it is. 36. If you dislike cooking, it is going to be very hard for you to lose weight because fast food, packaged food, pre-prepared food does not lend itself to weight loss very easily. Again, long-term, long-term. 36. Oh, that was 36. Sorry. 37 is changing habits. We're habitual creatures. We love habit and routine. We thrive on routine. And you can build routines like having dessert or a sweet after every meal or snacking or eating late at night. And it's hard to break these habits. It's really hard. 38 38 is hormones. I mean, this could be a whole podcast in and of itself. But hormones, especially if they're imbalanced, so hard. Again, that beautiful balance of estrogen and progesterone is what keeps your body in check. But when that's thrown off, it makes everything else so much harder. 39 is cravings. You're constantly dealing with cravings because of, right, moralizing food, slapping a label on it, good or bad, judging what it is instead of letting it just be. And that's really tricky when you're trying to lose weight because then you feel like you're constantly battling cravings. Even if you don't give in to them, it's like a battle. And the number 40 is work. Whether that's night shift, which is the absolute worst for your body, or a desk job, also terrible, right? I have a desk job. I get it. It's so hard, but you have to work. So what do you do? It feels like you just can't get over this obstacle. I've worked with so many nurses that work the night shift, and it is so hard for them because they're fighting biology. You're meant to sleep at night, not to work. (laughs) And it's hard. It just is hard. And that's what this list is for, friends. These 40 reasons are not, this is not exclusive. Like, this is not the whole list. There's so many more reasons why losing weight is so hard freaking hard. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about this list and think about which ones resonated for you, which ones kind of brought a little bit of heat to your body. Which ones did you feel like, yeah, that that's totally me. And which ones were you like, nope, not my struggle. And I want you to go over to the Captivatingly Confident community on Facebook 
and come on in and share with us. Let us know which ones you feel like resonated. Maybe you feel a little bit ticked off right now. Maybe you're like, you know what, Kim? You don't know anything. (laughs) I disagree. Bring it. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out in the open and see what's true for you. Because if you're feeling stuck, there is another way. If you're tired of fighting yourself when it comes to losing weight, if you're exhausted of the struggle of trying to balance all the things, if you're bummed out by this list, and you're like, you know what? I am ready for something else. Okay, Kim, you got me. I'm ready. Tell me what the other thing is. I'm skeptical, but I want to hear. That's the next episode. We're going to talk about where to go from here with this giant list of why trying to lose weight stinks. Okay, my friends? Take a big breath. It's going to be okay. You are amazing. You are stunning. You are intelligent. And you are fierce and strong, my friend. I see you and I love you for being here. I love that you invest in yourself by listening to this podcast and finding communities and groups where you can feel supported and encouraged. I love you for that. You're amazing. Go get them, Tiger. You've got this, and I'll see you next time. Bye.